Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Nina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Hey, friend. Hey, girl. It's been a, a long time. Long time no see. Much needed break yeah. for a little week. I think that was like a really good a break reset for us. week. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you, it's like one week and it feels like a month. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, was it was very much, much needed. Much needed. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much I needed, like just a little break. So yeah, definitely in a good space, ready to chat it up. Yeah, same with here. my girl. Same how here. has your week been? Uh, up and down, up and down, child. Please. Um, I'm just you know my favorite song. <laughs> it's, it's just. <laughs> You know, down on Mala. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know, every day I don't even know what the fuck to expect when I wake up. I'm like, oh, is this going to be a good day or a bad day? Um, it's whatever day you claim it to be. I'm trying to make that's that what, a, a That's real what thing. the happy bitches say. I was about to say, <laughs> you know, y'all know everything goes back to finances for me. So, you know, trying to do my own fucking braids is taking forever. And I'm like, I'm not no hairdresser. And I'm like, you know, if I had some extra money, I'd have just paid somebody else. Like, I'm one of those type of people. And when I come into real money, I'm going to be paying people to come to my house to do my hair. Like, I, no ifs, ands, buts. I don't give a fuck how much I got to pay. Like, girl, I'm going to need you to come right. to my house. You know, just tell me a good time and you could come here and I need you to do my hair. Like, I don't want to be in nobody's hair salon. I want to be like, you know, I just, that's important to me. But I can go on my my my, my monthly uh, struggle rant, you know. <laughs> but yes, I'm glad and, to know, be back. Life is life, man. Huh? I said no. I'm. I just said I'm. I'm glad to be back. You know, get back in the swing yeah. of things. It's been a lot going on in uh, the world. Yeah. Speaking <sighs> of everything that's going on in Ukraine, we kind of missed last week to talk about it. But did you want to add anything? Um, well, I just, you know, I think that that's also part of, um, what's been affecting, you know, me at lower level maybe, but it's still affecting me because I feel like we never get a break. Like, you know, the city is crazy. So you feel like you can barely even go outside without potentially not coming back home. Um, especially, you know, the summer is coming. So, you know, everybody's out and about shit gets the murder rate goes way up. Then you're hearing about the stuff going on in Ukraine and Russia and, you know, how, you know, that's affecting the imports and exporting of certain products and goods. Um, Mm -hmm. oil being one of the main ones that Mm -hmm. Russia has a big hold on. So it's like gas prices is going up. And I'm like, okay, gas right now is like four dollars. When it went up to three fifty, it was already high, and it's like, okay, it's going up. And by the summertime, that shit gonna be ridiculous. And people don't realize we're gonna be quarantining. I mean, seriously though, because people don't realize how many things you need oil to to utilize outside of just putting gas in your car. Like you know, shit for fucking um, heating your houses up and stuff like that. It's so many other ways. I don't know all of the the dynamics when it comes to that, but I know it affects us in in a bigger scheme of things that will affect us Mm. you know come uh our our food supplies you know certain products and stuff that you wouldn't even think would be affected is going to be affected by it 
And I'm like, well, damn, like, it's, it just seems like it's always something. Like, <laughs> the shit is wild. But you know what's really wild to me outside of, like, the inflation of things, like, in the last three weeks? It's the fact, like, we're all like, oh, you know, what's going on in Ukraine is fucked up and all of this. And then these motherfuckers got nerd to still have room to be racist. <laughs> it's just so crazy to me. <laughs> it is so uh, crazy to me. Like, like, y'all are just disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I believe what's happening in that country shouldn't be happening. But I'm going to mind my black ass business. Because if I was there, and it's so sad, once I, like, realized that a lot of the black people that they are, you know, targeting and giving a hard time to try, as they're trying to evacuate, aren't even citizens. They're literally there for school or work yeah. and all types of stuff. Like, bitch, they're not even from there. Let them go. It's like, so let weird. Them fucking go. It's so fucking weird. Like, oh no, we're going to take care of our citizens first. Pushing we them off trains and shit. It's crazy. And that's why I don't be believing when people be like, oh, you know, a lot of racism is just rooted in America. And it's like, no, bitch, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is every time something mm-hmm. tragic happens in a country, y'all show that y'all are racist as fuck as well. Yeah. At least with these motherfuckers in America, it could be a happy ass Tuesday and they're going to stand tall in their racism. Right. Y'all motherfuckers wait until it's a big, huge thing to really show who you truly are. It's really sad. It's just crazy. It's just so also, fucking crazy. Even when you mentioned gas, it made me think like me um, and some others, my cousins and my sister, we were looking at flights mm-hmm. the other day mm-hmm. and we were like, damn, this shit high as fuck. Like, why yep. is it so high? And then I, this morning I said, shit, that shit high because of fuel. All that shit. Because at first I thought it yep. was just the inflation of the pandemic and that it's about to be season where everybody's traveling. But it's extremely high because of fuel. Mm-hmm. You're paying damn near, you know, $700 or more for, like, coach seats. Like, it's crazy. For fucking economy. Like, everything's like, oh, that's a little bit higher than usual, you think? Shit. Yeah. And that's exactly, that's what I mean about that trickle effect. Like, it's going to just, people don't understand. Like, it's way bigger than, especially, and you don't even know how long this shit going to last for. Like, it, it can just, and if it keep going, at some point, we may be going to war. Like, people keep saying we're not, but other shit I've been seeing on um, certain military we pages We just got stuff, out of a war. They don't give a flying <laughs> fuck, and it's we like... We were in basically a war for as long as I've been born. It's it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's really like, crazy. But it, it seems like it's a, it's a strong possibility that this shit lasts a little too long. We're going to wind up being the fuck involved again. And it's just, you know, I don't know. All of that is America just is literally like Moesha. Don't know how to mind a motherfucking business. <laughs> <laughs> it's always some shit. Always is somebody else shit, It's bitch. always some shit. And it's just like, you know, I don't even understand all the semantics when it came to Donald Trump and him being mm. like cool with Putin and... Like, how that kind of broke things. Like, because it seems... I don't know. I, I'm I'm barely touching the surface. Um, but I have read some things. And I know that people are trying to say that if he was still in office, it wouldn't have happened. And I'm like... Um, was that a good thing? Um, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's something just isn't adding up, even with that dynamic within itself. It seemed to me that Trump didn't really care... Uh, about him doing it. 
it, from what right. I've seen, it was like, well, he didn't really want NATO. And I don't want to get into all the, you know, specifics of what that is. But if you know, you know. Um, but it just seems as though, you know, he wanted to dismantle that anyway. It just is a whole... Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is, at the uh, baseline of what it all is about, it's just stupid. Like, you know, it, and like when my daughter asked me, she's like, well, what's the war about? I said, power. It's always about power. That's always. What, it's always about politics, money, power. And she was like, so, mm-hmm. so he just wants to own it? I said, yeah, that's just what it is. It used to be Pretty one much. thing and he just, he can <laughs> that's what people do they mm-hmm. just say oh I could do this I could take this shit just because and they're going to do it and she was looking like well, what the hell and I'm like this is the hell I, I done birthed you in because <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid <laughs> that sorry. even a child is like right and like what the fuck like so just because he can do it he sorry. doing it I'm like yeah she was like what's the point of nuclear bombs and stuff if he can kill all these people I said just like I just told you <laughs> people will be mm-hmm. willing to risk it all just to be able to fucking kill your ass. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> like... Exactly. It's really sad. <sighs> but, you know, prayers to all the black people in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, y'all are able to migrate out. And for anybody that's stressed or worried about it, my thing has been with this. I got enough shit to worry about. I can't control none of this shit that's going on. Right. So whatever happens, I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And I, that's just the one thing I ain't stressing out about because ain't shit I can do about it. Child. Well, because you, know? you know, you know how I feel. That gas shit, don't try to bring my black ass back to work. And that's something we will get into oh, later. <laughs> we going to save that. We going. Because that's my main we, thing. Like, um, I mean, if you want to go there now, we can go yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> because my thing is I was trying to save it, but that's my main thing. No, like, because I'm, I'm going to need people to realize what the paid. fuck is going on. Like, don't act like y'all don't fucking know what's going on. Don't try to come know pull my black ass back on, in. Man. Don't try to drag me the fucking there. Uh-uh. Because I, you know, shit is already, like, ridiculous. And you think that the shit that I can do from home, you going to try to bring me back just because y'all want to have the well, world you, back the same well, way? Well, I mean, tell them why we getting irritated. <laughs> So apparently, right. Okay. So, um, Biden has made it very clear that he is working on bringing everybody that's working from home back into the workplace. Our job has also reached out to us to say a little before that, how they're trying to bring us back. And the main thing is, um, especially for me, I know for you too, is we have been working from home. First of all, let's talk about just our job, roughly. We have not had a workspace in ever. <laughs> in fucking um. in ever, right? And um, not our own personal space. We've always shared spaces. It's always been an issue. When the pandemic happened, even though we would complain for years how we didn't have our own workspace, people didn't really care like that. Oh, you just shared this space. So every day you coming into work, you have to bring all your belongings with you, paperwork and everything, and take that shit back home with you every day because you shared a space, um, which was always a problem. When the pandemic happened, a lot of people seemed to... Um, 
the ones that had their own space and didn't care that we didn't have one, it actually didn't work out in their favor when the pandemic happened because we needed to be six six feet apart. And we couldn't be in these small shared spaces anymore. So we got to work from home roughly. Then, you know, they kind of brought us back and blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, oh, oh, not only are we going to bring you back, but we're going to move and everybody can have their own working space. My own working space is in my house. Like, and that's just what it is. Same shit I can do there. It ain't nothing different. Well, it's nothing. It's just the fact that now it's because the people who have positions where they aren't able to work from home mm-hmm. because of whatever position that they have. And then the people that don't want to work from home, they want everybody to be like, oh, let's go to the office. And, you know, I would be fine if I actually want to be around. That's the thing. Biden, I'm, I'm going to go in on Biden first. Mm. Mind your motherfucking business, because for <laughs> as long as I fucking realize the president been working from home for over how many motherfucking years? <laughs> Bitch, every president has Touché. got the fuck up and walked down the fucking hall <laughs> to do a state of the union address or whatever. So, bitch, you're not going to tell me my black ass can't work from home, but your funky ass can. Y'all can switch it up. Then, bitch, you start going to the fucking Pentagon and work. You've been working in from the comfort of your motherfucking home since forever. Every president. Since before, working from home was a motherfucking thing. Y'all motherfuckers have understood the convenience of being able to wake the fuck up, wash your ass, and walk down the hole yep. to do your motherfucking job. And and not all of you have done it well, right. might I add. I have done my shit very fucking well. Child. Okay? So you're not about to tell me that I need... How, what the fuck is that hurting you, Biden? No, because mm. you want me to pay for this motherfucking gas mm. and all of this inflation, parking everything else public transportation at that living in a metropolitan city where a lot of our jobs are in center city people opt to take the train Mm -hmm. people opt to catch a bus because parking is about 20 to 30 dollars a day depending on where you are Mm -hmm. there is no street parking you gotta get up every two hours that's if your job allows you to get up and move your car every two hours yep not unless you're paying like $150 a month for fucking parking. And, and, we, and y'all have not changed wages nope. since the pandemic has started. Nope, not at all. And that's not just the job where I work. I have talked to a lot of people. That's the main issue with everybody. Yeah. And y'all call a cost of living wage 30 fucking cents on a goddamn dollar, bitch. What is 30 cents going to do for me in my life? You can come to work, but you can't eat. (laughs) Bring your fucking lunch. You can't fucking eat. Not not only that, it's the morale. Oh, yeah. A lot of these jobs, morale was in the fucking toilets pre-pandemic. Right. People were experiencing burnt out pre-pandemic. People are arguing or not talking to this court or just being so, like, tired of work before they can even get to work. Right. And I feel like a lot of jobs have been flourishing since people are now able to work from home. I even not just my job, like I call other stakeholders, different things, work with different companies. They answered their home pleasant. Yeah. I talked to one lady to do something for a client and I could hear a judgment if this is somebody in the background, but she got her. But you know what? I ain't judge it. Cause maybe uh-huh. she gave me sitting her grandmother or something mm-hmm. like I often do sit mm-hmm. with my grandma. So maybe she had her grandmother sit down watching her motherfucking show, but she did what I needed her to do. And that's all that mattered. 
We had a good conversation. Everybody, he's not in a damn stuck in an office. Yeah. And then another thing, y'all are so hype about the um, COVID cases going down without considering these things. A lot of people are doing home tests, so it's not being reported. Two, people are still hybrid and or working from home. Mm -hmm. And three, people aren't in a congested space where they can even be around. So not only are y'all telling us to work from, you don't want us to no longer work from home. You're also eliminating the fact that you don't want motherfuckers fuckers niggas don't have to wear masks yeah yeah you telling people to take the mask off so you know what i i i approve you all to do this work from work go back to work take your mask off and when i get covid i'm not using no time <laughs> i'm not if, unless i'm not using no time and i'm not telling y'all yeah. i'm showing up with a mask <laughs> and y'all better hope that i don't get y'all sick because i don't care because i'm not taking no time off i ain't taking no time off because y'all don't give a shit i'm not taking time they off unless i'm on a beach they if i ain't care. on a beach i'm not taking time so if, if i get covid because of the rules that y'all set in place i'm not getting tested i'm gonna show mm-hmm. up you you can't send me home but you, you know what the, the main bro. thing is and what the, the reason why and that's the part that really pisses me off the writing on the wall. The main reason mm-hmm. y'all the fuck want us in, in somebody's office is because you can't justify you know um, those millions of dollars in contracts that y'all get um, mm-hmm. or the millions of dollars in like um, you know non-profit pro- for profit. Y'all can't explain when you add all these things in the budget when half the budget is the actual upkeep of a bill building if you no longer need that fucking building anymore so where is that money fucking going see before you could kind of cook the books up and say mm-hmm. oh we doing this and that even though y'all take the majority of the money the the higher ups so now how can you justify not paying us a, a, a wage a living wage like you said and then you have all this money in your pocket where is the rest of this funding going what do you need it for I, like and i don't what really cracks me up is even with that why the fuck am I working from home and that pandemic shit ain't fucking, why is that not included in my electric bill? Why is that shit not mm-hmm. saying, oh, let me give you a discount. If you can prove you've been working from home, your water, your fucking electric, all that shit should your be fucking internet. written off. I literally said that to a friend the other day. I said, you know what's unfortunate? Like, y'all have got, lost, like, not used any overhead money. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Um, and it's the fact that it would be it would have been nice if on damn near like it's two years but it's like we're on a third season of this fucking pandemic yeah and i have yet to be like oh you know if you're working from home here you you know we have a contract with comcast or xfinity or files and you guys can have this tier of internet for this amount of time for this amount of money you know, because we understand that you're using your own resources. Because that's a mention, um, everybody's job wasn't prepared for a pandemic, technology-wise. Right. And I'll just leave it at that. A lot of motherfuckers <laughs> was using their own shit. Yep. Mm. Working their ass off, being up all day. There was no real, we had no real idea what was happening, using resources of our own. Yeah. So, like... The internet thing is really the number. Uh, internet and electric is really like okay. It's really messed up. It's fucking now ridiculous. Y'all, now y'all about to send us to the uh, office right before the summertime. That's a joke. And um, wait for everybody to get sick again to be like, hold up, wait a second. 
Mm-hmm. We did not factor all of these things in. All that bullshit. <laughs> bring it back out. <laughs> Let's bring it back out. But like I said, um, make it make sense for me because once that request go in, I'm sending out money. I need we talking. Let's talk. Let's talk money then. Mm-hmm. Let's no, talk risk. Let's talk money. Let's talk the fact that in two years, inflation has been a motherfucker. We could just talk about gas. It, it <laughs> just don't really make no fucking to, sense. Y'all want to talk about food. It don't make no sense. You don't want to talk? Okay. Let's talk about how all of us, through the pandemic, the only um, industry that I've seen, two industries I've seen have flourished and really did, this, did the damn thing for their staff is tech and it's retail. Right. Retail is paying like a motherfucker right now. Target is going to charge um going to pay up to twenty four dollars for hourly employees. Mm, mm, mm. Twenty four dollars an hour. Clean people with masters most of the time don't even start getting it. <laughs> you can get your master's degree. I got my and degree for you. nothing anyway. It's just I, and I ain't getting another Me one. Me neither. I ain't fucking and I, and one. at this point. I don't even give a fuck if you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, real shit. I'm not even. I don't, I don't even want it. If you, if you didn't, if you pay for it, I'm not interested. I don't want it because that means I'm 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 liable yep, to fucking I'm work for there, you yep. for another five to yep. ten years. Fuck that. Yep. I'm not paying. I gotta stay I'm not in going this field. It's just a bunch yep. of bullshit. Like y'all got a bitch when she was dumb in eighteen. You ain't get me at thirty one, girl. I'm not going back to school. Fuck you. I just, I just, I'm, I don't know. I really, when I was doing my taxes, that fucking internet and electric shit really, because I think they only let you write off like ten to twenty percent of your yeah, fucking your yearly bill. Ten to twenty fucking percent. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I mean, I have to. Mm-hmm. So, but if I get that shit cut the fuck off, I wouldn't have no job. Like, because I wouldn't be able to do nothing. I wouldn't be able... Everything is technology-driven. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, I got to fucking fax shit on my own accord. And even times I'm at work, the fucking fax machine don't necessarily work. So I'm here trying to figure my own way out to fucking fax shit. You know how many times I came out my own pocket to mail shit? that our clients or a lot of people you work with don't even have access to it because they're not at their job. Exactly. So it's like you just... Or their phone or whatever. Like, money is money. Girl. Everybody is struggling, and you want to say, "Oh, the how great the pandemic is for everybody." It's really not. It's, it's and I get so annoyed trip. when people say that. It's really not. Right. It's really fucking not. It's a lot. It's just a whole fucking. Like I get lot. so irritated. Like, oh, you know, you just it's what you make it. No, everybody life is not set up the same. Right. And stop comparing it. It's good for you. It has been good for you. Right. But with that, a lot of you haven't experienced loss in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So every time it's people that say that, it's really the fact that y'all are dismissing the fact that people have lost loved ones during this pandemic. Right. I lost don't know. Money, I don't know. Lost, you know, a sense of self, lost a lot. Like there has been a lot of loss during this time. So I get annoyed. And the pandemic is not over. Watch what I say. It's still going on. Take these masks off. Take y'all asses back to work. After they done told everybody they gotta be vaccinated. And there don't nobody gotta be vaccinated. Cause I ain't y'all ain't poking me again. Um. So boost, let that vaccination card for boost. I, I that I shit shouldn't shit. even. We shouldn't even be having. It. I I don't even want to go down. You told me to take a mask off. So 
That's the they I'm don't even give a fuck about none of that no more. They don't care about they don't masks. They don't check. I don't even like what the fuck do I got there? I think I showed that vaccine card one time ever since I got my vaccine. I'm pretty sure it was one time and I forget where I was going. It was the only time a I restaurant maybe. It was some nice restaurant and I said, Oh yeah, I think when I was traveling. Yeah, other than they don't ain't nobody asked me. Like they don't give a flying fuck about none of that. Oh, and I went to the movies like a month ago and they were Enforcing it, yeah, which is stupid too because it was like ten people in a damn theater. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so it's just like, oh, is the cops going to come in here? Relax. My thing is Relax. the only one thing that I can say that I was extremely grateful about the pandemic was staying the fuck home. That was the biggest perk for me out of everything else that was going on is staying home. Leave me the fuck alone. Like I ain't asking for much. I just don't want to see y'all. Like, and that's <laughs> another thing. I don't want to see people. I, I just don't. I feel like I've been so productive, and I, my life has had a lot of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to re re um, align myself a lot, readjust my attitude by myself. I don't have to counter people who have fucked up lives and fucked up ass attitudes. And um, I ha- I don't have to work hand in hand with them. I don't have to see anybody. Right, dreading seeing certain people. Dreading it. You know, about to walk into a building and say, I know I'm gonna see this person. Mm-hmm. I know they got an serious attitude. Yeah. I'm gonna pay them does like da 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 da. Cause now it's like I don't even gotta talk to you niggas. Like I don't yes. have to talk to y'all at all. Yes, Lord. Cause moving forward. Should I go back to the office or anything where I'm currently employed? I'm saying it right now because I know some of y'all probably listening and act like y'all don't, but I'm not playing no games. It ain't no passive aggressiveness. I'm not doing the weird stuff. Leave me be. <laughs> Seriously, though. I want the same peace I had when I was in my house. Seriously. Or I can go back to my house. <laughs> Girl, like that's because that's the problem. Because it's a whole lot of stuff in all of these jobs that y'all did not fix. And now people don't really complain about it because all they do is meet on teams or through email. They don't have to be around each other. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm i complaining every day. Every day I got a problem. Right. Y'all want me in this office? I got a problem with everything. Girl. This person sitting too close to me. Move me. <laughs> <laughs> they sneeze three times. Move me. It's <laughs> so crazy. It's like they, I, we wanted our own space for so long. I don't even want it no more. I don't even the want it no more. You, y'all, y'all can keep it. Give it to somebody else. Like, I am good on it. Like, you know, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am fine. I, don't even want it I, no have, more. I have my space right here where I'm at. <laughs> I created a nice oasis. Sad. I have a nice work area. It's organized. Girl, I don't have to worry about. I can leave my shit there every day. I can. I have my own little thing. My little case. I put my stuff in my little file exactly. cabinet. I ain't thing. gotta worry about somebody taking my pens and sticking all it up that extra shit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sticking it up there. What the fuck you be watching? <laughs> I be watching the Bears Club. I know what bitches do. <laughs> You can tell. You can fucking tell. You know that's the biggest. Did you fucking leave one thing at uh, one one thing overnight? You'd be like, uh, I don't trust that shit. I don't care if it's a lip balm. You'd be like, ah, that shit going in the trash. I I don't trust none of these bitches. Before, remember how I was moving around with my lights off? Yeah. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna have a, uh, I'm gonna have gloves, (laughs) everything. 
People it come is. near me. I'm going to have a shield on. Like, how you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Thanks. Uh, and I'm going to be talking to you too soon because my black ass ain't going to be there. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't going to be there. I'm sorry. Listen, if I even got to mention, look, assist takes medications for a reason. <laughs> so if I got to pull out that bit of stuff, it's real. It is real. Like, it is what it is. I need to say, and I, my sanity is thin even here. So I just think it's best for everybody if I stay home. Like, that's what my mental health says. And my therapist might have to say the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. But anyway, so well, hopefully y'all get to stay home. All of y'all that's listening. I hope, you know, if those of you that want to go back into work, more power to you. I'm not, you know, judging those. I know everybody's not a homebody person. Some people actually like being out and in their job, especially if you like your coworkers. That's, you know, a different dynamic. But, you know, but those of you that don't, I feel like we all, they can't take everybody. Like, what the fuck are they going to do? Fire everybody? Because they can't afford to right now. There's this mass exodus going on with people At getting remote point, jobs. do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> do what's best for you. Because I, I just feel like nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Like, y'all want to brag about COVID cases being down. People aren't being tested often. And the fact that people do home tests. Then you say take mask off. And it's like, okay, why are we taking mask off? Then you want to bring the whole staff back into the office when that has not been a thing in two years. Right. Oh, yeah. Everybody just come back. So it's just like, it doesn't make sense. But on to other things. Right. So um, last week there was a tweet that was kind of going viral. And um, on our Instagram, we asked if you guys wanted us to talk about it. And you... and. They, a hundred percent of you guys said yes. Everybody <laughs> answered. So, um, a girl named the Jayla Amora, shout out to her. She says, having a boyfriend just genuinely makes you distance. Distant is not personal or nothing. I just rather be with my man. And someone responded named Chale underscore Bolt. Shout out to you. It's astonishing. He says it's astonishing how years of friendship hold less value when some people enter romantic relationships. So, Natasha, what is your opinion? (laughs) Um, I think that it it is very ironic when people do that because um, I think another part of that thread was, if I'm remembering correctly, where a guy had commented saying like, like how he could mess up a friendship, like, or something like that, right? Wasn't he like speaking specifically, like laughing emojis, like, you know, a bitch can be friends, you know, with mm-hmm. another female for years and then drop everything for a nigga like me just just for me to do her dirty and then, you know, like she'll but she'll go back to her, friend. back to her friends afterwards. Um I think that a lot of women honestly they aspire to be in relationships so much that nothing else matters. Like I, I really believe that. Like priority, having a man is a priority. Like that's how they see their life. You know, they see certain things going in a certain narrative for how their life plays out, and the man is a priority, and friends are disposable. And unfortunately, you know, you are kind of a filler person until that man comes along, and then it's like, okay, I don't really need you anymore. <laughs> like right. you know, do I think is right? No, but. 
I think that as women, though, you know those type of friends. Like, there's a difference between somebody, you know, me and somebody. Everybody has the honeymoon stage, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And want to be with they boo. I understand that. And we all do that. Like, you, because you just become wrapped up in that moment. Um, but there's mm-hmm. a difference between that and, like, you know, the ones they want to bring their nigga to every event. Or you like, girl, like, I'm trying to hang out with you. And it's like, oh, well, let me see if he... Let me see what he doing first. And it's like, well, damn, like, you can't just hang out with me. Like, you got to talk, like, everything. It's depending on if he hanging out with his friends. Then you call me and you want to hang out with me. Like, I've had people like that before. Where and it's and like, then they still got to leave early. Yeah, like, as soon as he ready to... I'm on my way back home. Right. Like, well, damn. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, damn, like, I thought... You know, like, you can't just hang out with me. It's got to be. Or you texting him the whole time we hanging out. You texting him. You calling him. And it's like, girl, like, you can... Just because you're in a relationship don't mean that everything has to center around this person. Like, of course, you can text your man. That shit, nigga. But I'm saying the entire time. Or you you giving him the takes on everything we're doing. Like, why? Why does he need to know every fucking thing we're doing? That's so annoying. That's so annoying. I'll say this. Like, I agree with you. I do understand the honeymoon stage. I do get that because when you first start meet dating somebody and you're kind of enthralled in the goodness of it and how great it feels, I understand that wholeheartedly. Right. However, I do feel like it's very weird when people are, you know, when they're like, don't want to, you can tell they just don't want to be around. Yeah. Like, they just don't want to be around, but they want to kind of keep the friendship a little bit just in case this shit kind of don't work out. Or it just feels, like, weird. Like, this shit is just weird. Like, I'll say, for example, like you said, like, oh, oh, yeah, we can hang out, go to happy hour, right? Get one drink and appetizer, and they ready to go. Right. That happened before. And when I say I was motherfucking pissed, everybody knows Everybody knows me. I don't really... Don't waste my time. Right. I'm not trying to go out if you just want to waste... I get cute when I go out because I don't always get a chance to get dressed because I'm always working or I'm at the gym or I'm in the house. Right. So when I go out, I look cute. I don't want to waste no cuteness on a damn appetizer and one damn drink. Like, why would you even bother coming out? Like, why did you waste my time? You just wasted my time because you want to play catch up because you want to act like you're doing something. Mm -hmm. But you really don't want to do shit. You really want to be up under this nigga. And you could have just did that. I promise you, I'm one of them people you can always cancel on. Don't do it last minute, but you can cancel with me. Right. Same here. I have no problem with it. Like, I had that happen a few times. Like, don't waste my time. Or that last minute um cancel stuff where it's like oh well i i I do want to meet up with you but i'm supposed to be doing this i'm supposed to go to the movies with him at nine o'clock and it's seven and we supposed to meet at seven it's like don't pencil me in do not pencil me in because you're getting on my nerves because the whole time if you gotta meet up with him nine you need to leave me or wherever we at at about 8 15 don't waste my time do not waste my time. So do you think and this what is what you said that they don't really want to go anyway? It's like they don't really want to be bothered with you anyway. I like, don't know what, what it is. I think sometimes people often get feel left out because mm. even though they're up under their partner or whatever, they still want to be invited. They still want to be included and they want to still clue in with you. They don't want to necessarily lose the friendship, but they do want 
to, you know, show their face, basically. It's right. like, you know, let me show my face, you know, because I know they're going to get into and say I'm always with him. And it's like, you are, though. You are. Right. And it's super weird because the thing that bothers me is when motherfuckers get single right. and they on my line all the time. Like, I'm not a clingy friend. I don't call a whole bunch. I right. don't text all day. I'm not somebody that's like, call me, call me, text me, text me every day. I'm not that girl. Right. Like, I talk to one, most of my friends, like, through text, more, most days than not, or through, like, social media. I talk, like, you know, chat through at least once or twice a week, at the very least. Or, like, you know, it's core friends that we might talk on the phone one day every two weeks. Or some day I talk to that aren't that, I'm not that close to, that we talk to every few months. But we check in, say, hey, hey, what's been going on? Right. But I feel like if you're somebody that before, you're, when you're single, you want to call me about all your problems every other day. Or we texting or we just um, you want to tell me something funny that happened, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I go weeks without talking. It's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. And then it's just the... But the thing about me, I speak up, too. I ain't going to bullshit your bubble while you in your relationship. But when that shit over, I'm like, well, when you get a new nigga, are you going to do this again? <laughs> and I had a talk yeah. with a friend about it. And I wasn't offensive. But I did say, like, when you got in this relationship... I feel like our friendship definitely took a very big seat for a couple of years. Oh, wow. You years. know, it wasn't like we weren't, we weren't how we normally are. Like we're back on track, but we weren't on how we normally are. And me, I don't have, I'm not forthcoming with emotions and stuff like that. So I'm not like super like, oh, you know what happened, you know, but it, I did say like it, it bothered me. You know what I mean? Like, you were in this relationship and it seemed like everything, including, you know, our friendship that was very important to both of us really like was just like, all right, girl, see you later. (laughs) But, and I think people don't do, don't realize that they're doing it in order to make a man comfortable. Cause I'll say this. I also have friends that are married Uh and been together way before I ever met them. And they don't, I don't have these issues with them. Right. You think it'd be it's a security level? Be, it'd be girls that's just like girlfriends. <laughs> right. Like my married friends, I don't really have these issues. Like they want to hang out. They're like, oh, okay, yeah. They don't, their men don't have that, um, that issue of me being young or in single. Like they don't have those insecure thoughts. Right. And I feel like a lot of the guys, that girls, when they do this, their guys have those issues of thinking that because I'm single, I'm going to bring them around niggas. And somebody actually even said that, like, me and a friend was hanging out and was just like, oh, well, she got niggas around her. And I'm like, damn, what kind of shit wow. <laughs> you think I'm on? Like, a bitch can't be single and happy. I got to, why, why? why I think can't about stand me? some insecure. I say this, I don't need an audience. I don't need an audience. And I don't need no uh, nobody on my team. If I'm going to go meet up with a nigga, I don't need nobody with me. Right. There's one thing with me. I don't, and I damn sure don't need no girl in a, in a relationship because you ain't about to blow up my spine. You're not about to embarrass me. 
But my thing is, if she decides to do that, she's a grown ass fucking woman. I don't and like no insecure ass man that's gonna be sitting up there asking, "What the fuck am I doing? Where am I at? Who all over there?" That shit. I don't know how bitches like that shit. It or just show off. Or just see, but up. that's what I mean about him knowing every location we're going to. Like, don't. I don't know. I guess I'm just the type of person like that likes. And some people, I don't mind hanging out like. Some couples I don't mind hanging out with. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like they can't go to nothing. Like we we can't meet. But if it's like I don't ever see you and you show up with your nigga. Like bitch, how you know I ain't had some shit I had to tell you? Don't show up with your nigga with me. Don't show up. Just if we out having a good time, you like, oh, is it cool? It's such and such. Right. Through. And that's different. Then I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Because we done, we done chatted it up. Right. And, but don't let it be no third wheel situation either. Like if but I don't got be, no nigga with me, saying, I don't, don't be want, all lovey dovey. I don't, don't want him there if it's just me, you, and him. Like what the fuck is what's going on? With I that? think it depends because mm-hmm. I've hung out with couples. I I'll hang out with a couple who ain't gonna make me look stupid. But if we all just chilling and having a good time and we drinking or doing whatever we do. It's cool, but don't be like all over each other because then I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't even want to, you know, I just would rather if it's going to be you and your dude, then I, I can bring a guy friend around. It don't have to be a nigga I'm fucking. You just be a guy friend, like, or, or anything. Exactly. Or maybe well, he like have a another friend. Right. Or I call one of my friends like, you know, we down to this bar, girl. Come through. I don't know why. I always thought that was weird. I had a relative that um, used to hang out with her nigga, like, hang out like literally they be at the bar and some people i guess it's okay for them i thought it was weird and i used to be like so you don't ever just be wanting to hang out by yourself like why do you bring him like y'all go clubbing and partying together it worked for them i mean they're not together no more i'm not saying that's the reason why but i don't know i just always thought that was weird like let me miss you let me let me go out and hang out and even just have a good time detached water signs that's true that is it's a little different i realized like with me what's normal for me ain't normal for other people and vice versa like what works for me does not work for everybody yeah that's true it's just it is what it is like it just works well for me like me missing a nigga and not really being around him like that that works for me Somebody else, they don't want to miss their man. <laughs> you I know, know they, that's so weird. I want to be, and they're just enthralled with each other. Me, I'd rather get drunk with my friends and call and see you when I get back. Yeah, me, I mean, that's just, I don't know. I just think that that's so, like, all right, I ain't seen him. I ain't talked to and him in a couple you know, of hours. And as you grow up, you don't really get to be around your friends very often. So sometimes when you hang out with your friends, you really just catching them up on everything that happened in the last few weeks to mm-hmm. a month since you last talked. And it's, if it's a group of girls, it's, it could be like a three-hour thing because everybody's just dishing, giving opinions, being listening to the story. Because, you know, like me and Natasha, we're people that like, we're going to do our dumb shit get through it and then tell everybody about it yeah. afterwards. <laughs> so like it's always a story. <laughs> it's always a story. It's always something like we all chat and you know once somebody share a story then you feel like all right this is safe space. Let me tell them about this. <laughs> so it's like and you need friendship. Everybody yeah. needs friendship. I don't want my man to not hang out with his friends either. Right. Because one thing I will tell you Niggas don't let no female get in between them and their friends. No, they do not. 
They do not. They do they do their ritual, whether it's playing basketball every Saturday, whether it's watching football on Sunday every week, whether it's on Thursdays, we hitting the same happy hour at our all favorite bar, or it's even, you know, getting up on the PS5 and playing a video game. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Why do women feel like they can't do that? That's strange to me. Men do not operate like this. I have never, ever met a man that solely did not like hang out or talk to their friends. Right. At anything. Y'all do this weird shit because y'all are crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> you think that's what he wants. You think that's what's going to make him happy. And it, it still don't. You be doing all of this exiling being in a recluse hibernating just for him to still do what he do he ain't gonna be happy and you know what's so crazy and this is i swear because i just gotta say this what's so crazy is that man will still hang out with his friends right so mm-hmm. it's, it's something i've seen on social media recently and um it's been a conversation going on where men have been talking about how other men will expose girlfriends, wives, put all your shit out there. So not only is they they friends sometimes, they showing your sex tape. I just seen this girl's thing on social media. Uh, mm, I wish a nigga would. A nigga showing her tapes. Um, like, and, and was showing it to her, his friend's wife. And she's like, why the fuck is, why did he send this bitch my my information my whole point is saying it is niggas like you gotta be mindful of that too like you know niggas will still do them and everything but even when you in a relationship and you all you know thinking things a certain way honestly it'd be so much shit going on in the background and well uh, mm-hmm. i can't even say the other thing i want to say but you know men do maintain them relationships for more than yeah, one reason they do like, they definitely, they definitely do. do and they don't be giving a fuck what? it ain't no big weird and you know why when y'all break up and they be instantly hanging out with their friends and you gotta be scheduled into your friend's life because she done made new friends mm. and and I wanna say this because they never stop being their friend yeah they never stop like they, men will even if they in a house with you to make you happy they will invite their friend over. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> You bitches will. act weird. Not my friends, but a lot of bitches in the world. Y'all act weird. Like, y'all think, y'all have this, like we talked about podcasts ago, that y'all not inviting a woman like Kiki, um, Kiara Cheryl, talking about so she not having a friend over because she going to sleep with her man. If you have those type of friends. Right. <laughs> That's right. the bigger issue. If your man is that type of man, that's your bigger issue. Right. But men will be like, oh, you know what? I'm in the crib today, but why don't you slide through? We can watch the game. Right. That's You true. can literally do that with your friend. You can literally say, hey, you know, I really don't feel like going out too much. How about, you know, you come over. I'm a cook. We had some wine. I just did that with my friend. I'm single as hell. My friend was like, oh, let's catch up. I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, I'm going to come over. I said, cool. I'm a cook. Yes, she brought the wine. I had cooked the dinner. Right. We was in here chatting it up, cracking up, catching up. She went back home to her nigga. Right. <laughs> I promise it was no nigga here for her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need an audience. I don't right. understand why y'all think that girls moving packs like this. They don't. I don't know. People just be hurt. I think that shit do be happening. But honestly, like, my thing is, it don't even matter what type of uh, character you want to portray me as. An insecure person's always going to think that there's somebody, 
you know, else. And I feel like, you know, you can't, that means you can't go to the store and be there too long without them questioning if he was really at the store. Like, it don't even, you going to visit your mom, is that really your cousin in the background? Is that your brother? Is that some nigga? So it don't even matter if you with me or if you with anybody, but what my issue is, women that succumb to that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, yeah, because you know he be how he act, girl. I can't be going too long. And it's like, what? I be looking mm-hmm. like, especially if it's somebody that I know was the complete opposite. Yeah, but we say the this. Fuck? We're not saying, like, you got to hang out with your friend every week or talk on the phone every day. I don't do We're that. We're not saying that. Nobody <laughs> wants a possessive, you know, friendship or anything like that. We're just saying, if you go off the grid, your space, I'm going to have love for you. That's the thing. That That's what people don't understand. The love don't change. I still love you, but sometimes you can't be in the same placement because you went missing for so long. I might have built a a really strong bond with somebody else and we hang out and we talk and they, they show up for me and I'm able to vent to them and talk to them because you as my friend was going. Right. You were able to do whatever you do. They might know the last two niggas I went on a date with. You don't know about them. Right. Exactly. You know, they might know the last time I had a breakdown or something. You don't know about that because you was enthralled with your relationship. So when you're done with your relationship, don't think that you can come back over here and it's just going to be like instant because it's not. You have to rebuild it. Like you have to, we have to work on the fact that you really was absent for like two years. So if I say something, I might have to run it back and talk to you about some shit and explain some shit that I didn't really feel like explaining again because right. you missed like six months because you was enthralled in a relationship and you didn't bother to check up on me. And that's why we say, y'all, one second want to be like, oh, you know, when you're in a relationship, you just get distant. But in the next breath, you want to say, check on your strong friend. Right. Which one it. is it? <laughs> Which one is the fuck is it? Because... I want to say if something is wrong with me, you want to say that you're my friend, but you don't even know what was bothering me for weeks. Right. Somebody that's really checking on me and knowing they know some of the things that I'm dealing with. Right. You don't have to be there for every single thing, but you should at least know and have updates about your friend's life. Like if I, some God forbid, you know, I go on a date and something happens they can't call quote unquote bestie in my phone and find out who I went on a date with because bestie ain't talked to me in six months. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like she don't know who the fuck she named me a nigga from six months ago that I ain't even talked to. Because she ain't checking in with a bitch. Bestie can't even fucking tell y'all shit. She, she can't tell you a motherfucking thing. You gotta call this person because that's who checks in on me. That's who shows up for me. That's who is listening when I go on dates and I'm selling her about situations y'all usually don't care (laughs) so just know these are the things you hit y'all are contradicting yourselves every time y'all talk either you're going to be a distant friend they're getting thrown in a relationship and you don't need no clingy friends they need they feel like you got check in or you're going to be a friend that says oh yeah check on your strong friends and actually do that or check up on your friends and make sure that they're okay and actually do that see you gotta can't just be talking on the internet you actually gotta do that shit communication is key and sometimes you just have to like delegate a lot of y'all don't know how to delegate time right 
But y'all want y'all places. I just to think be that they don't want to. I honestly yeah. just believe that you're just not a priority. When people do that, I feel like it's just like, and, all right, got what I wanted. And but you know, it be the, it's weird. It's just it's super weird because then, like I said, don't call. And I tell people this. I am. I'll go out and I have fun, but I'm a hot girl summer with all the niggas. I'm really not. I don't like people. I don't get my number out too often. Like, may you know? I know people probably like. Oh, you definitely talk to people. I don't. <laughs> I don't like these niggas. <laughs> so don't call me thinking I got all the niggas with the friends. Cause first of all, you don't even know what nigga I'm fucking with. If that ain't my man, you really don't need to know him. And two, we not hanging out with his friends. Right. So don't call me. <laughs> don't call me after you got out of a relationship with your heart broken and you trying to hit these streets. Cause I ain't got shit for you, baby. I don't know <laughs> where to go. Um, and we're going to talk about what, what my dating life look like next week when we got some more time. <laughs> but, cause yeah. I do want to talk to y'all about that. But don't look for me, tell you where the niggas at. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know I what I was going to say too. The <laughs> other thing I think it is, is that a lot of times those are the women that don't want any input about what's going on in their relationship. So it's best that I stay away and, you know, kind of keep things very surface because if you really knew what was going on, you probably would give me advice that I don't want to take right now. So, I, you know, I'm going to just stay wrapped up in this. And then when I see you, because that's normally people that be like, oh, everything's okay. It's not, oh, they going for six months and they be like, girl, he was doing this and doing that. It, 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 they don't come out till they're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you find out, Oh, okay. This was really going on in the background. Yeah. And usually you could tell if something not right. Yeah. You can always tell. But I'm one of those people. I'm not going to tell you leave your nigga. Yeah. I'm going to point out some shit look weird. But for real, for real, even when you do that, people don't even pay attention until you bring it up later. And you're like, didn't I tell you that shit was weird? And they're like, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it's just, you just got to let people. One thing I realized what is healthy for me may not be may not work for others and what's healthy for them may not work for me i can tell you right now i'm a toxic motherfucker i'm <laughs> i'm enthralled in toxicity right now and i'm trying to get out of it so i can't tell you what's wrong with your relationship because to me this shit worked for you <laughs> this, this shit that i'm doing right now it worked for me <laughs> so enthralled I really, in toxicity. i'm in therapy for a reason baby <laughs> I, I ain't got it all but um um, really quick, we do have a glow up topic and it did derive. I was watching um, Issa Rae's reality show that she produces on HBO Max. It's called Sweet Life. It's a real cute show. It kind of reminds me of um, Baldwin Hills, but these people are adults. Okay. So on one of the episodes, these guys were doing um, a podcast and they were talking about mental health. And one of the guys kind of it's two subjects. But This week, we'll stick to one and bring up the other next week when we have some more time. But one of the guys brought up how his mental health is um, often synonymous with finance, right? Oh, and he's saying, like, man. the more money that he makes, it makes him happy. Like, mm. when he ain't got it or he he takes a hit in his business, it really messes with his mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, another guy was just saying, like, agreeing with him, was saying, like, growing up in a hood, basically, like, 
a lot of the stuff he got into, a reason why he has to, he's off the streets was because mentally being broke fucked him up. Poverty fucked him up. It caused him to do a lot of stuff in these streets. And he was commending the guy and saying like, you know, it's a good thing that you were able to have a business so young. You had a parent that set a good foundation for you. So you wouldn't have to do the stuff I did to make money. Right. And the other guy felt offended because he thought that he was just saying like he only is successful because of the foundation his mom set forth. And the guy is trying to explain like, no, it's not. And he was like, but you disrespected me by saying I'm only where I'm at because of my mom. And he's like, the other guy's like really trying to explain to him like that's not what he's saying. He's saying I don't have to, you didn't have to do the shit I did to survive. Like that wasn't a thing for you. You were able to see business clearly. Right. So the guy kept saying, you're disrespecting me. And he went, they had a big blow up. The guy went to talk to his mom. His mom was like, well, why you have to figure out why you're triggered. And he was like, no, I was disrespecting. His mom was like, no, that those words triggered you. Right. Why do you feel that way? So it made me think like oftentimes when we feel disrespected, is it disrespect? Did the person disrespect you or are you just triggered? And what the guy realized is that he was triggered because he felt like people only say that he's successful because of his mom, not as a, as a negative and not as a positive that he didn't have to worry about the things that others you know, that poverty, he, he didn't, he didn't have that type of risk, you know, like he was doing it because it was something that he wanted to do. He wasn't doing it to survive, you know, right. and he thought it was negative. And it made me realize like, sometimes when I get upset, is it, is, did someone really disrespect me or am I not able to, am I not working through my own triggers? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I I had to sit back and think like, you know, when that person said this, were they trying to be smart or am I just triggered? Because it reminds me of something that somebody did in the past, even though that's not their intentions. And I think that's what it all boils down to is your in, either intent, um, your intentions, you know, if they were positive or negative, but, um, I know that you don't want to talk about that specific scenario, but that is a, a you know, a point of having privilege. And I think that unfortunately, you know, especially are these black men we talking about? Yeah, they're black. I guess, you know, it's not, you know, rappers don't rap about, you know, coming from a two parent household. Um, they don't rap about, you know, um, when you hear people, you know, that, that are respected, you know, um, athletes or whatever people, and I'm only saying that in regards to just celebrity status, that is normally, you know, people hold, hold them to high regard because they overcame some type of struggle, right? Like that's the whole point of, you know, like, damn, you know, this person came far because they, you know, they didn't have this and I didn't have this. It's always about what you didn't have and how you overcame. If you didn't have them obstacles in place, it's just like, unfortunately, you know, culture wise, it can be minimized. People can be like, well, you ain't have to go through what I went through. But the thing is, that's that's something to be happy about. Like, I wish to God, I know plenty of people that are privileged living, still living at home and as an adult is a fucking privilege to me. I didn't have that privilege. I wish mm-hmm. to God I did, but I didn't fucking have it. I would have been doing so much better if I had still been staying with my mom 
and mentally not have to feel like, you know, we're going to kill each other or something like that. And just been able to save my coin. I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody buy me a car when I was in high school. I didn't have people to teach me how to drive even, you know, or even teach me really much about business at all. So it's a lot of things that I'm set back about. I do feel like, though, as far as being disrespected, that a lot of times people think that just because somebody says something that you don't like, you feel disrespected. And some things can be disrespectful, um, but I do believe that a lot of times it, it is a trigger. A, a lot of times it's a trigger. And, you know, it is something that you have to work through for yourself because it's like, well, damn, you know, at the foundation of it all, why do I feel some like why am I why does this bring me so much anger? Why does this right. make me want to fight? You know what I mean? What is it with me? And then just knowing what your triggers are, like, you know, it that's something and that it's okay. I, like And one thing I realized with people and being triggered, that's not nobody business but your own. Yeah, I agree. No one is re now some people once you tell them in a respectful manner like that really bothers me. Like, sure, in a perfect scenario, perfect world, they'll respect it, try not to do that around you. But what you have to work through it in the event that someone doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it doesn't bother you if somebody doesn't continuously. Because people be triggered or about shit that you don't even think about. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, it can really bother somebody. Like, I say bitch a lot. So if somebody say, like... Oh, you know, I don't really like that. I know you don't mean no way about it, but I, I really, you know, for my own reasons, I don't really like that. And I, I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Right. You know, I won't do that with you. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just sometimes you have to realize, like, those are that, like, you have to really understand the intentions behind it and stop feeling so disrespected about stuff because that, like, with the guy, like, that is a privilege. Like, the it guy is. was breaking it down and mm-hmm. saying, like, even his mom, like, when his mom was like, you know, we didn't have a perfect life, but finances was never our issue. We never had an issue with that. Right. Like, yeah, you had some things that you didn't want to happen in life, but at the core of it, finances was never a problem. So the fact that you're doing well is great because you had a foundation where you could just make money, focus on you, and live out your dreams. Everybody don't have the opportunity to start a business when they're 13 and live out their dreams in their 20s. Right. Everybody don't have that because some people are literally in a sense of surviving. When I got my first job, I know some people get their first job so they can buy their favorite clothes and they can do this and they can have money and, you know, buy a car or whatever, like just little shit for them. I was doing, I got a fucking job because I needed shit. Yeah. Because I needed to do shit. And at the same, at the same time, I didn't have to wait anymore. And I didn't have to have the weight, put the weight of me on my mom so hard. You know what I mean? Trying to work a bunch of hours just to make sure I had the smallest thing. When I was old enough to babysit, I was babysitting. I was like 10, 11 babysitting. Getting a couple of dollars, mm-hmm. $20, $30 will go a long way for me. Girl, I $10 remember. For, I remember. to babysit for a couple of hours mm-hmm. went a long way for me. Yeah. So as long as I was able to become mature and make money, it was always off of survival. Girl. Always. I, 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 I haven't been able to get to a point where it's strictly about living. Exactly. And there's privilege in it. 
So when you disre- when you're feeling disrespected because I'm saying from a, a, a like this guy having to make sure that he got food to eat, got, he don't have parents that's really looking out for him. He was sitting there, you know, getting into the street shit. And he's explaining that everybody that he grew up with and was doing street shit is literally because they had to do it as young black men. They had to at a very, very young age, you know, to do these things because nobody gave a fuck. Me personally, as a young black woman, I didn't have to get into street stuff. People, you know, took me as being a responsible woman, young woman, allow me to babysit their kids, pay me a couple of dollars, you know, that turned into me working at a camp when I was the summer I turned 14. And I've been working ever since. Every man, young man that I know, didn't find it easy finding a job, you know. As a young black woman, people, you know, trust me a little bit more. I was able to do that. That's the privilege I have as a woman. Right. Exactly. And and also, too, I feel like in in that guy's scenario, when you talk about somebody that's financially doing okay, people don't look at the fact that business-wise, that means that people in your household probably were business savvy in some way, or at least knew how to budget money. A lot of people, like you said, on survival mode, they don't have that. So you are already a step ahead of the curve because, you know, people can basically, you can see how it's done the way it's supposed to be done. Okay, take this money. probably know how to save really well. If you you had disposable income, you build the businesses at at a teenage years, you got disposable income in your household. Yeah, you have... You're able to, the money that you made from this, whether you were selling, you know, airbrush t-shirts for $10 a pop, you were able to do what you wanted to do with that $10. Right. And you was able to buy the t-shirts to sell. Exactly. <laughs> Your mom was able to give you $100 and say, oh, go have fun, do whatever you do, and don't really give a fuck about what happened. Mm-hmm. Everybody not able to. And it made me, watching it, you know, it was it was messed up, but it, I'm, I was glad his mom really broke it down because he later apologized to the guy and they were talking. He was just like, you know, I didn't make mean no harm by that. And he was just like, you know, you really don't even got to apologize. I have to apologize because... I didn't understand what you were saying. I just felt instantly disrespected. And that's something I had to figure out. Why was I so disrespected? And I just say that to say, like, we kind of have to start doing it a little bit more. Like, when people, you know when somebody's being blatantly disrespectful, right? Like, when they're derogatory or they saying something sly or, you know, they getting smart with you, right? But when someone is just having a conversation and you just feel attacked, although they're probably not talking about you in a bad way, you have to realize, like, why did that shit trigger me so bad? Right. Why did that trigger me so fucking bad that I felt disrespected? Because that conversation, it really made me realize, like, yo, sometimes you probably... You need to kind of go into your mental a little bit because sometimes you're just probably flying off the gun about some shit that on the outside looking in, it's like, why are you offended by that? Right. No, you know, no having, shit. you know, having a parent that give a fuck. Like, oftentimes I'll be, you know, people will say stuff, oh, because your mom do this, your mom, she's so nice, you know, and it's like, it's great, but it's like, I still have struggles. I do have an amazing mom, but a bitch still struggle. But that still don't take away from my mom being amazing, right. you know? Right. And I have to realize, like, you know, the people that are saying this didn't grow up with a parent like mine. 
Exactly. You get what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's not dismissing me or the shit I did for myself, but it is acknowledging like, oh damn, like people really ain't got mamas like her. Right. Real shit. As with the guy, like, you know, people don't really have households like that. So it is admirable. It is something to realize that it's a foundation to like me personally having like a good spirit, a good, you know, I see the world a little bit with rose glasses sometimes, you know, growing up a little bit more sheltered than people in my neighborhood. That's a privilege. Right. Yeah. I still grew up in the hood, but a bitch was sheltered to be honest. Like a lot of stuff I didn't understand. I'm in it, but I don't understand it in the way that somebody else do, you know, like, uh, you know, it's just, it's a privilege in it to still have innocence in a way. Yeah, no, I so, agree. I agree a thousand yeah, percent. I, I just think sometimes we got to just like look inwardly before we react outwardly. <laughs> yeah, well, I know but, like I I have stupid triggers. Like I hate when some, <laughs> it's stupid. But one of my stupid triggers is when somebody is talking and they say, yeah, they threw me on the floor when they talking about the ground. Like, I, and that's a stupid thing. I know it's not as near what we talking about, <laughs> but no, because it's been coming up a lot lately. I feel like like the universe knows it's a problem, and I keep watching this shit. And people be like, "Yeah, because they do a pet peeve. <laughs> it's a fucking trigger because make me want to fight. <laughs> like, I be so fucking angry. I be angry, girl. Like, I really get you know, angry. You know what triggers me? That makes me angry what? is when somebody chews. Is when somebody eats super fast or where they chew where they smack because uh, I feel like they always act like like you acting like no don't nobody feed you <laughs> like, <laughs> like why you acting like you don't know where your last meal right. comes from like you poor or something like I know mm. if I had a kid that is some shit that will really piss me off like why are you eating like that like I don't fucking feed you Real or shit. Like, somebody be like oh my gosh this food is so good <laughs> it irritates the shit like it's their first like, meal in a year like so I ain't feed you today <laughs> okay <sighs> but um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode yeah. um please let us know your thoughts on all the topics we talked about are y'all ready you know to be full-time back in the office what y'all feeling about these gas prices mm-hmm. let's talk about friendships being distant you know triggers we want to hear it all so connect with us on twitter at just let it glow and Instagram at JST Let It Glow. We um also stream it on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google, where you can leave reviews and rate us and let us know what you're thinking. You know, um, and you can follow me at DeAndre Kiera underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm at I am DeAndre Kiera. But let me know y'all from the show because I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> my page you is are private. Yeah, my page private for briefly. <laughs> so if y'all is in a request, just let me know y'all from the show, and I will let y'all in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you have a glowtastic week and happy Women's History Month to all the babies. Yes, definitely. And we'll see you next time. Bye.